Oh, what? We are back, you guys. Here we go. Yes. 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 What? Hey, 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 hey. This podcast is hosted by me. What's up, you guys? It's your favorite in sync podcast. Maybe it's not your favorite. Maybe it's one of your favorites. What? Oh yeah, here we go, is the name of the podcast. I think it's so funny that, uh, oops, uh, we're coming in hot. I've been having technical difficulties with my equipment all day. This is my second podcast today, so um, I'm sorry, I don't know, I'm not an audio engineer. I'm like, hopefully you guys can't hear it, but I'm sure you can because I can hear it. Usually, if I can hear it, oh, damn it. Okay, I think we got it. If we don't, I'm sorry. I don't know. Sometimes it just has a mind of its own, and I, I'm not an audio person. But anyway, welcome, as you guys know, welcome to. That's right. <laughs> you guys are early on the queue. Welcome to. That's right. This is Here We Go, an NSYNC podcast hosted by me, Peter Sirs, NSYNC fan, failed pop star, comedian, podcaster. Um, you guys, I, I I feel like I let you down. And there we go again. I feel like I let you guys down every time I am not able to... Uh, to release an episode on time and I'm sorry I don't know I mean I know a few of you guys follow me on social I don't think everybody that listens to this podcast follows me on social by the way if you're not what are you waiting for hit me at Peter Sirs on Instagram at Peter Sirs one on Twitter and now also at Peter Sirs on threads and if you're on TikTok, I'm there Peter Sirs and if you're on YouTube Peter Sirs um I need all the follows and subscribers I can get, even to this podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review, subscribe to the podcast, share it. Um, As you guys may or may not know, I mean, if you listen, you know, and if you follow me on social, you know, I've been on tour a bunch, uh, barely been home. I had every intention on releasing this episode Wednesday or Thursday, and uh, I ended up getting caught in a not caught yeah caught like uh, my flight got delayed my flight home got delayed and it got delayed again then it got canceled and it was a whole thing to scramble back so for these first two days here back in LA I've just been getting as much stuff done as I could because I was I missed a couple days so I'm on I'm on catch-up mode before I go back out on the road I'll be in San Diego this weekend but anyway we're here we're back that's all that really matters of course um, I was actually very, uh, I don't, I, I don't, uh, have like a, what did I talk about on this episode kind of thing? Like, so I know that I've mentioned things on the podcast before. I just don't know which episode it might've been last episode. It might've been the episode before, but I personally was, um, trying to catch up on the frosted tips podcast by Lance Bass and a couple things hit me that I thought were interesting 
um, one of them was uh, Marty was t or Marty Lance was talking about the choreography um, that uh, Marty Kadelko was dealing with on one of the you know helping them out with on the tour. He was talking about uh, like Darren's dance grooves and how that you know CD or the DVD sold however many million copies and NSYNC didn't make any money off of it, but they 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 gave him the permission. I don't think they I don't think anyone thought that the DVD would be as big as it was, you know, but that was like the commercial for the DVD was ain't no lie, bye, bye, bye. And everyone's like, yeah, we want to learn that bye, bye, bye dance and the Britney dance and you drive me crazy, you know, like all that stuff. But um, he was also talking about working with Marty Kadelka. And I know you guys know, actually, I do know what episode it was when I was talking about Like I Love You and the video because it took me back to when I too was a dancer and I would take classes with Marty and obviously um, you know I talked about how I loved his choreography if you're a big fan of Justin and his choreography you are definitely a fan of Marty Kadelka because he's I think done all of Justin's choreography I don't know if Justin has collaborated with anybody else because I think him and Marty just connects so well with Justin's dance style and then Marty's dance style. But Lance was talking about how when they work together, God damn it, here we go again, sorry. Um, how he just couldn't pick, and now Lance is notoriously not the best dancer of the group. He's, it's well documented, and Lance will talk about it. He has become a much better dancer over the years. He became a much better dancer over the years, but you know, he that was his weak link was that he could not dance um, so he talks about you know learning the choreography from Marty and just always having a problem with it and always kind of having to fake through a certain part or whatever and I I told you guys that and it was just so funny to hear it from Lance because I'm like okay well now I'm not the only one so I don't feel so bad you know Lance felt the same way but also you guys um, I don't remember which podcast he was talking about it on, but Lance was talking about how him and Michael might be moving to Austin. And I told you guys, I'm moving to Austin. You guys got the you guys got the inside scoop. I told you guys I was moving to Austin in a few weeks. We are in my final month or so here in LA, so things are a little bit, like I said, hectic. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I, I, th I don't know if they fully decided on it, but I think that's what he was leaning towards. And I thought that was cool because, I mean, you know, obviously Lance and I live in the same city right now. And I, you know, ran into him by design one time. But if he's in Austin, that's going to be a lot smaller of a town. There are a lot more opportunities and possibilities for me to run into Lance. And I, you know, I've talked about it on the show before. Um, and I talked about it with the girls from Mission in Sync. But I, I want to make a live version of this show um, part podcast, part comedy show, part kind of karaoke kind of thing, and I hope to bring it. I've been working on it. You know, I wanted to do it here in L.A., but now that I'm, I know I'm moving to Austin, I think I'll just hold off on it and then try to start it up when I'm in Austin. So if anybody's coming to Austin, look out for my show idea. Um, I don't quite have a name for it yet, but um, it's definitely... I might, I might just call it Here We Go Live. I don't know, but... It'll be part comedy show, part karaoke to, you know, NSYNC's hits. But I might even open it up to other boy bands and uh, artists of that genre. But obviously, 
I'll be the one doing the in sync stuff. But anyway, um, I just thought it was interesting. So I do hope that that's true, that he is moving to Austin, and hopefully we can have some interactions. Maybe I can get him involved with the show somehow. Um, the live show, maybe I can get him on the podcast. Like, like I said, I know quite a few people in Austin, and it's a very small community of artists that are moving out there, you know, actors and comedians and musicians and stuff. So I'm going to be a part of that community. And if Lance is too, then hopefully we can make something work. Um, so I just thought that was a cool little fun tidbit. Um, not much news going on on the NSYNC front this week other than JC continuing to be active on social, pushing his cat food commercial, <laughs> which is just so funny to me. Um, I did do, uh, you know, as as I'm kind of breaking down these songs on Justified, I'm thinking about the fact that, you know, oh, I, I, I did know that uh, this week, um, or, yeah, like, Celebrity turned, what, 21, or, there was, there was an anniversary this week, I don't remember what it was, but, Anyway, now I just mentioned it, and now I'm an idiot because I don't I forget what it was. But um, you know, it was interesting doing a deep dive into the album, and you know, obviously him working with Pharrell and Chad from the Neptunes, and also obviously working with Timbaland and Brian McKnight was involved. So many people like Justin did a really good job of making sure that this was not going to be a quote-unquote pop album, even though he did win the. Uh, the Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Album, um, you know, he was definitely trying to make an R&B album. But what I thought was interesting was that uh, I read an excerpt that said the majority of the tracks on the album um, were originally intended to be Michael Jackson's songs for his album that he came out with in 2001, uh, Invincible. And uh, I guess he turned down all the tracks that ended up on the album. So, you know, Justin got together with, you know, Timbaland and everybody. And they they kind of redid the songs to make them more Justin, if that makes sense. But it does kind of make sense now when you go back and you think about, like, especially, like, songs like Rock the Bot, Rock, uh, Rock Your Body, like that. The first time I heard that song, I was like, oh, yeah this is Michael for sure like this is a throwback like even still you know like just that and, and also just the sound how he some of the songs were kind of a throwback and you know how he's dri- he's driving through the streets of LA listening to Earth Wind and Fire you know in the car with with the guys from the Neptunes and just trying to be inspired and what was also crazy is that they that basically the whole album came together in a six week period, which is just like what, dude? <laughs> six weeks, like that's insane. Like as an artist, you know, as someone that writes every day, um, and you know, obviously comes out with comedy and whatnot. Like the fact that that only took them six weeks, it just, you know, it kind of goes back, you know, like to the old days. Like that's what. That's what bands used to do, you know, people used to go, you know, the Hotel California was actually not even a hotel in California, it was a hotel, now it might have been called the Hotel California, but I don't think so, but it was actually like in Florida somewhere, like Palm Beach or whatever, like all these 
musicians would go to the beach and and re- and stay at this hotel and fucking do drugs and whatever and just sit there and put together these iconic albums um and that's kind of a throwback it's kind of a throwback to like how country art albums kind of go for the most part you know all these there's all these songwriters in nashville and they you know you you kind of reserve time with certain you know writers you know you get them for a day or two that you pay them their rate and whatever you come up with you know and so you if you're a label and you're trying to get an album you just put this team together and you know, you go into the studio and jam with these guys and, you know, you hope that you, you get some good songs out of it. And so the fact that this fucking great album was put together over a six-week period is pretty remarkable. Um, I can tell you for a fact that I'm I'm almost to my 11-year comedy anniversary. My 11-year anniversary is coming up in uh, at the end of the month in August. But as someone who's been doing comedy for almost 11 years now you know I have three well I have two albums that I've released plus a special and you know each of those have taken me about three years to do and you know I'm at the point now where I kind of want to do something else because I have all these I have all these jokes that I really enjoy telling but unless I'm doing like you know an hour and a half or two hours I, I don't really have room for a lot of them in my quote-unquote act so I kind of want to record some of them and put them out there so I have them to share and whatnot um, but you know six weeks I mean I, I spend months and months on you know a three to five minute section of comedy and so as an artist it's just really incredible to hear that it only took them six weeks to fucking put together an album that I still listen to you know front to back like like it's, I mean, obviously I know it's not brand new, but, you know, I still feel something when I listen to these songs. And, um, you know, one of the things I always remember about this song right here that we're going to talk about today, um, take it from here, is that, you know, I've, you know, you guys have listened to this song or to this to this podcast now. We're on, what, 50 56 episodes, 57 episodes, is this number 60? I don't quite remember, to be honest. 58 we are on this week. Um, you know, you, you've heard stories about all of my heartbreaks and, you know, girls that I've dated and cared about and whatnot. And, you know, I've been fortunate, you know, like even though I've had my heart broken, you know, four times, like real heartbreak, like four times, in my life, which is, you know, unfortunate, you know, at, at my ripe young age of 44. But at the same time, it's fortunate because that means that, you know, I was lucky enough to love someone and love and, and be loved, you know, four times in my life, which, you know, as sad as it is to say, I don't know if anyone, if everyone for that uh, is what I meant to say, if everyone has the opportunity to be loved, you know, even once in their lives. You know, some people live their whole lives and, and they're alone and lonely. And if you're listening to this, you know, maybe that's you, you know, and it's, you know, some people, it's because they're too shy to put themselves out there or they're afraid of getting their heart broken, which trust me, I get, dude. <laughs> it's scary to put yourself out there. You know, it's very scary to put yourself out there. And then once you get your heart broken, which, you know, like I said, it's happened to me four times, 
and I'm going through it right now again, it, it's it's hard to put yourself back out there because now you know what it's like to be heartbroken and you don't want that to happen again. And you, so you put up your guard a little bit and, you know, it's, I, I see both sides. I see, you know, putting yourself out there so you can find someone so you don't have to worry about being alone and whatnot. But also, you know, I see just kind of being too scared because of things that you've gone through. But like I said, I have been fortunate enough to have been in love four times throughout my life. I don't, I don't count the ones in high school, you know, nothing against anybody that's with their high school sweetheart. Um, if that's you, all power to you. I believe that you cannot know yourself fully when you're still in high school. And so to meet somebody in high school and be like, yeah, this is the one, like, you know, I, uh, I look back actually, yeah, we'll talk about it. I, I did feel a love in high school and because I was, you know, 16, 17, I didn't want to be tied down. So after about a year I broke it off with, and, 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 and I did, I did love her, but it was high school and, you know, but I do look back and think about like, if there was a person that I could have like just been my one, not that, not that she's my one true love, but had we not broken up, like I could see her and I still being together because we actually, I don't want to say we're still friends. We don't, I, we're not Facebook friends. We're not friends on social media or anything, but, um, she's a cousin of one of my best friends. And so, you know, I used to run into her every once in a while. Um, and we would have, you know, great conversations and, you know, we always kind of had an understanding, um, or like, a, I guess just a care for one another. Um, she, you know, she didn't come to my mom's funeral, but her mom came, I guess she was sick when my mom died. But I remember like telling her my mom died because her and my mom were very close when we were together. Um, so anyway, I, I, I you know, maybe we'd still be together. I don't know, but I just feel like I needed to go out and experience what else was out there and live and learn about myself. And now that I know myself, I know what I want. Um, now I'm by myself, so go figure. <laughs> um, but anyway, what I was trying to get to was uh, this song because, uh, of course, right? Sometimes you're like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Justin, so obviously, Justin, Chad Hugo, Pharrell Williams, aka the Neptunes, wrote this song together. Uh, um, and uh, this is a great song. It's you know, it's one of those songs where um, I don't even remember if he played it on the Justified or the Justified and Strip Tour. I literally. It's been so long, I don't remember. I think he sang this song, because it was... I mean, at this point, he only had one album, so um, why wouldn't he? But it's just been so long, I do not remember if he performed this song or not. But I remember this song being one of my uh, one of my favorite songs on this album. Like I said, I love this album. I can listen to it front to back. But it was a song that I loved because at the time of the album coming out, I was in love, and I did, you know, feel a certain way about the person I was with at the time, 
and you know even looking back now you know she we definitely I mean she made the right choice by breaking up with me and we were not meant for one another for various reasons but um, at the time you know she was the girl that I met you know only a few months after my mom had died at a time when you know I uh, you know was was lonely and lost and confused I mean I was 20 and I had lost my mom and that's I mean it's tough at any age but as a young 20 year old who was close with his mom and had a great relationship with his mom you know I think I longed for that female companionship this is a lot of information but I feel like that's why some of you guys listen to this podcast I don't know maybe not you can leave me a review and let me know I've I haven't gotten enough reviews for this podcast on Apple and it's kind of sad to me because I get quite a few downloads and it's just it's always curious as to why people can't just leave a review I, I appreciate you guys listening but I would also appreciate it if you left me a review anyway um, she the, the, the person that I dated at this time um, you know we were together for three years and like I said I've talked about her before on this podcast we are still you know friendly I guess um, you know we're friends on social media I know she just had another baby it's her second baby you know she's happily married they live in like Vermont or New Hampshire or somewhere I don't know obviously one of the reasons why she and I were not ultimately going to work out she always wanted to leave California and even though I'm leaving California now at the time I didn't want to but she came along at a time when like I said I was seeking female companionship we had a lot in common we worked the same place we both liked boy bands and pop music and it was just a match and her personality was a little bit more subdued she's a little bit more quiet and shy and I'm, you know, bleached hair out there dancing at work and whatever. And, you know, so I think it was, she was the perfect compliment to me at the time. But I remember just hearing this song and then and now kind of feeling the way about her as Justin describes in this song and even in other relationships. You know, it's, it's fun to fall in love. You know, it's fun to be in the new stages of love and falling in love and all that stuff so that's why i think this song is so great because it's a you know it's not like i said it's not like a poppy you know that uh, as far as lyrically it's probably not the most you know racy or whatever it's a nice love not necessarily ballad but song about like falling in love and being in love with someone you know and uh like I said, even in relationships Sometimes. that I ended up being in in the future, you know, it worked out that, uh, you know, this song was, uh, I could, it resonated. So, here we go. I want to be your lake or your bay. And, okay, so I always want to say, when you hear that line, you're like, okay your lake or your bay where are you going with this and any problems that you have I want to wash them away you're like oh, that's that's fucking smooth dude that is so smooth I want to be your list basically any body of water he could have said ocean but lake or ocean or lake or bay goes better with you know 
the uh, the whatever the pentameter or whatever or like of of the of the poem, you know, essentially that it is. Um, it's just genius and fucking pimp. I want to be your sky, so blue and high. And you're like, okay, I see what you're doing. And any time you think of me, I want to blow your mind. And you're like, okay, sky, blue, high, that just rhymes. Still cool, but that just rhymes. But the first one, I'm going to be a body of water so you could wash your problems away. Like, fuck yeah, dude. I want to be your air. So sweet and fair. So when you feel that you can't breathe, ma, I'll be there. So it's just like the thing. I I don't know if anybody that's listening to this ever gets stoned, because <laughs> I know I do. I've done this podcast stoned a few times. Today's not one of them. I'm fully awake. It's the afternoon. But um, you know, I used to have this like when you. Th- we obviously breathe without thinking about it and as, uh, as every time you talk about it and hear this conversation then you start thinking about breathing but it's funny because you your body just does it right and i remember like you know when you think about it you're like oh what if i forget to breathe like what's going to happen it's like your body is going to catch up eventually but i remember uh the first time one of the first times i got stoned i started you know, hearing my heartbeat and all that stuff that's normal. Um, and then being like, oh my God, like, I need to breathe. Like, <sighs> you get like a little anxiety because you feel like you're going to forget to breathe. And it's just so funny. Um, but, like I said, like, you, you think about the fact that, like, if you have trouble breathing or whatever, like, eventually, like, the air is the oxygen's always, I mean, we hope it's always going to be there, right? Like, who knows if something catastrophic happens we get hit by a meteor and maybe it throws off our rock I, I don't know dude i'm not a fucking scientist but it is interesting like he's basically being like like no matter what like when we're breathing we don't think about it we just breathe naturally the oxygen's there whatever so he's just telling her like no matter what like i'm gonna be there you know no matter what happens to you i'm gonna be there and it's just like that's what love is man you know having that person that you're just like, no, no matter what happens, I'm here. And like I said, even though I've had my heart broken four times in my lifetime, um, I know that I felt that way about the person I was with each of those times. And that's a great feeling. You know, like looking back, I'm like, I'm lucky to have had that and have felt that about somebody. Um, I want to be your answer all the time when you see how I put your life before mine with no question you're like okay yeah like it's me like I'm the one you need you know I'm putting you above everything else like I'm going to prove it to you It's, it's not a doubt you're not going to you're not going to have any question and I know like you know, in every relationship that I've had, every one of these people knows that I feel that way about them. I, I think, you know, I've talked about it, I'm sure on here before, but in relationships, it's like losing my mom at a young age, 
really taught me um, not only to value the people that are in my life, but to not hesitate to tell them and to let them know exactly how I feel, when I feel it, because you never know when, you know, that person's not going to be there, whether it be, whether because they decide to leave you <laughs> or if, if, you know, heaven forbid they, they die. Like, I just never want anybody that's in my life to not know how I feel about them being there. So that's I 100% like, I, that's why I fucking love this song. Um, when all the love feels gone and you can't carry on, don't worry, girl. I'm going to take it from here. Now, this is interesting because it's like if he loves her and I guess maybe they're not in a relationship yet. He's telling her how he feels and maybe she's in another relationship or he's just like, hey, like, I, like when you're feeling this way, like I'm going to make it so that you don't feel this way anymore. Just as sure as the sun will shine every morning every time don't worry girl I'm gonna take it from here like yeah dude like I got this let me fucking let me show you I got this I want to hold your hands reveal all your plans I want to make sure every one of your dreams will stand now this one is is uh for me at least you know i i've been my 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 ex and i have now not we've now been not together for almost a year it's been almost a year since you know she left me and whatnot and you know it still hurts of course like we were together for seven years of course um you know but i remember you know these conversations not just with her but with the with you know, the other girls too, you know, but like really with this last one, you know, just like planning our future together, you know, there would be times when I would be like, hey, like, you know, five years from now, like, what do things look like, you know, 10 years from now, w- w- what are we doing, like, what, what, what is this, like, and we would paint that picture, you know, and, and I've never been scared of that with, with any relationship, like, Let's talk about what our future looks like. How many kids do we have? Where are we living? You know, what what are you doing? What am I doing? Like, like what does that look like? Um, so I know that. I, I, I can relate to that 100%. I want to be your Broadway show on review. <laughs> Why? So I can act out how God was when he made you what dude like come on like this this if whoever he's talking to doesn't fuck him right after he says all these things they have issues okay i almost want to copy and paste this song and like send it to like you know this girl i met last weekend (laughs) um i did meet somebody but i mean i don't know whatever like it's weird (laughs) i don't want to get into it (laughs) Um, I want to be your lighthouse when you get lost I'll light a bright and shiny path to help you across like that one for me it's like yeah dude I I, like I, I will be this guy for you I do not want any doubt in your mind 
that I'm here for you. And obviously, like, this is Justin talking to a girl, you know, or a guy talking to a girl. But you can reverse this. You know, like, girls, if you want your man to know this, or, or guys and guys, girls and girls, non-binaries and non-binaries, and there's such a weight, a wide spectrum of, you know, types of relationships now. But in this song, um, he's uh, he's talking to a girl. So, you know, I'm just going to use that. Um, I'll light a bright and shiny path to help you across. Like, uh, that's just, like, just trust me, dude. That's that's it. And that's what relationships are. It's trust, right? Trust me. Put your trust in me, and I'm going to show you that I deserve that trust. I want to be your mother. Wait. See what I see? And when you see that, can't nobody hold you like me? Because I love you. Now, this doesn't just go with, like, someone that you're with. But this could be, like, a family member or a friend that you really care about. But there's something about hugging, like, a person that you really care about. And you get, like, that warm feeling. Obviously, if it's someone that you love and whatever, like, it, it's, you're, it's, it's, uh, what's it, what is it? Oxy, oxytos, oxytocin? Uh, what's the fucking, is it oxytocin? What's the hug hormone? I'm Googling it right now. I think it's oxytocin. Oxytocin, I was right. Um, I get it, dude. You get that warm, tingly feeling, like, and that, and that's also something that I, I love. I'm, I'm very affectionate in relationships. This could be like a dating ad for myself <laughs> this whole episode. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm very affectionate. I, I, I won't... If, if Whatever your love languages are, as long as they're not money. <laughs> what are they like? Aren't there, like, seven love languages? There's, like, touch, talk. Like, I don't remember the rest of them, but... I'm definitely, I would definitely tell you how I feel, I would definitely show you how I feel, um, I just can't buy a lot of stuff probably, but, um, there's also just something about fucking, you know, sitting on the couch watching a movie or anything, or lying in bed together and just lying there and enjoying one another's company, not just sex, but, you know, I mean, that's cool too, but, um, yeah. It's it's a great feeling. I skip or cause I love you. Um, when all the love feels gone, and you can't carry on. Don't worry, girl. I'ma take it from here. Just as sure as the sun will shine. Every morning, every time. Now this is interesting because there are some places where the sun, you know, is like not there for like a day or whatever like in Alaska 30 days of night you've seen that movie fucking what if you live in Alaska this song doesn't apply <laughs> at least not in those 30 days but um, and when there's no one there to hold and you realize the world is cold so this is like they're not together yet and he's like look yeah and you realize don't worry I'm gonna take it from here just as sure as the sun will shine every morning every time don't worry, I'm going to take it from here. Now, I like this one. This is fucking, like I said, th I love this song. 
And I love that it wasn't like a single because sometimes, I mean, although I can't really think of any singles on this album that I got tired of, you know, that does happen sometimes and we'll probably get into, you know, as we go along in the catalog, a couple songs by Justin that even though I loved at the time, I, I just felt like they played them too. Can't Stop the Feeling is one. Loved the song when it came out. I loved it. I did a dance to it. Tennessee Kids retweeted it like fucking loved it and then as it went on and on and it was in the trolls movie and everything it just like it was it was too much but um still a good song i just it's not my favorite anymore because i just heard it so much but um this was one that didn't get radio play so i just i continue to love it you know because whenever i hear it it's on my own doing um give me one reason why we should not be leaving this world is so deceiving. The time is now. Like, look, let's do it, dude. Like, we're not going to live forever. Let's fucking do it. Let's fly away speeding through the Garden of Eden where all the sweet breathing of love surrounds. Fucking what, dude? That's just like some philosophical fucking spiritual shit right there. Like, he went from being like smooth and just be like yo i'm gonna be here for you to being like out there philosophical we're talking garden of eden dude like come on we all know what happened in the garden of eden eve fucking took a bite of the apple and fucked everyone forever bitch anyway (laughs) when all the love feels gone and you can't carry on don't worry girl i'm gonna take it from here just as sure as the sun will shine every morning every time don't worry girl I'm gonna take it from here give me one reason why we should not be leaving this world is so deceiving the time is now let's fly away speeding okay let's be honest he says let's fly away speeding through the garden of Eden he 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 says speeding speeding so it could rhyme with garden and that's fine people do that in songs you know where all the sweet love where all the sweet breathing of love surrounds when all the love feels gone and you can't carry on don't worry girl i'm gonna take it from here i'm gonna skip it because he repeats it um love ain't always the way they write in books it's true not everything's a fairy tale some love's hard I don't know if I've had I've I've never been in a quote unquote I guess maybe I've been in one toxic relationship but it's just because she was an alcoholic and she cheated on me and all this stuff and you know gaslit and was a fucking liar about it and who knows lied about what else whatever we don't need to go there but sometimes it's hard like i know people that fight and you know they break up and they get back together and they break up and it's like they fight for each other and i've never had that because whenever i break up you know i'm always the one that gets broken up with but i never get a chance to prove myself so maybe i'm an asshole i don't know i guess we'll have to talk to the ex-girlfriends or something i don't know um but there's see there's a good guy's and also heartbreak crooks your heart's the real book 
just take a look inside because it's a colorful illustrated guide so that's he's saying look all you have to do is follow your heart trust your what does your gut tell you if your gut's telling you this is not right it might not be right if your gut's telling you that this is real and totally right then 100% it is so there you go <laughs> don't worry I'll help you weather the storm I'll be there mommy no matter what time no matter what place you can always count on me I'm gonna take it from here like again great fucking song can listen to this song forever it almost makes me want to fall in love again so I could be like oh yeah like I got this you know or like meet somebody you know but you know whatever um <laughs> I, I i i know i told you guys but like i said i have a crazy travel schedule my, my schedule isn't so bad this week um next week i'm actually going to be on the road but i'll be in one place so i definitely will be able to get an episode to you guys um on time i think at the latest friday which kind of seems to be when i'm releasing these mostly not by choice I can tell you guys that once I do move to Austin, my schedule will be a lot more, a lot easier, and so you'll probably get the episodes more consistently, like on Wednesday. Um, but hey, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody listening. Again, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, please. It helps me with the algorithm. Um, I do have some guests lined up. I just I want to make sure that I can do it the right way. Um, I still haven't met anybody that listens to this podcast in person, which is odd because I'm performing all over the country. Um, but if you happen to be in San Diego, I'll be there this weekend at Comedy Heights. Uh, next weekend, I will be at House of Comedy in Arizona, Phoenix, as a matter of fact. That's Thursday, August 10th through Sunday, August 13th. I'm very excited to be there. I've never been there before. I've been in Phoenix, but I haven't performed at this comedy club, so I'm excited about that. So um, thank you guys for listening. Again, you guys are great. I appreciate you. Uh, like I said, subscribe, share the podcast, all those good things. Leave reviews, and I'll see you guys next week. All the love.